me, it's Jeff Taylor. I'm flying solo today on this episode of Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast. Jordan DeFigio couldn't be with me today, but will be back for the fresh new week once this weekend has come to a close. It's the last game of this this fateful week. We had the Penguins with the tremendous victory over the Capitals. We did the live episode from the coal mine with Josh Yoey. And then the next day, we had the Stars and another great performance by the Pens. Didn't get the W, but again, the level of play was pretty tremendous, especially considering the depleted decor. Again, we've talked about this. I think the Penguins have looked just fantastic in the last couple of matchups. And I think that we can expect a pretty good performance tonight from number one, from Casey DeSmith. I think he's feeling his oats a little bit. All right? And and I, I know that you know I don't have a tremendous amount of undue faith in Casey as a starting goaltender. It's not what he is. But I am feeling good about where he's at right now in relief of Tristan Jari, who, by the way, per Seth Rohrabaugh on Twitter, was skating today. All three goalies, those being, uh, you know, backup, backup, Dustin Tokarski, who's called up from WBS, arrived in Dallas in dramatic fashion in the middle of the game, dressed as fast as he could and got out on the bench for the third period, negating what would have been a potential need to call up the e-bug, who apparently, I, I apologize for not knowing their name, but blind in one eye, legally blind in one eye, and in an emergency backup goaltender in, in the building there in Dallas. But Dustin Tokarski is in Pittsburgh, skated this morning with the team. So did Tristan Jari. Also, uh, Danny Shiree of DK Pittsburgh Sports, some of the things that I'm reporting came from his, his excellent coverage, including the fact that Nylander, Alex Nylander, who also joined the team in Dallas, still up with the Pens currently, did skate this morning, although another source, Nick Horwat of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, reporting earlier today, and I'm refreshing my, my feed to see if Nick replied to me. I think he did. Yes, seven minutes ago, as of this recording, shortly after 4 p.m., Nick Horwat saying, yes, sir, he's good to go. That's Jason Zucker will be skating in place of Alex Nylander. So it appears that for whatever reason, bit of an ailment going on or something I don't know about, Zucker uh, was not in his normal spot doing line rushes today in the team skate. But he will dress and play for the second line on the left wing to Evgeny Malkin. Would really love to see that line as they've been so great in so many cases throughout this year. Love to see Evgeny Malkin's line light up tonight. You know you're going to get a tough showing from the Caps. You got Connor Sherry in the building. He loves to play against his former team. You got John Carlson back for the Capitals, by the way. On that top D pairing, number 74, fractured skull last year. And he is back. So that's a that's got to be a charge. Playing up on that top pairing with Martin Fervari, who has been 
a bit of a supervillain as he defends particularly Sidney Crosby. The two of them, I can't remember exactly when that game was, but you, I just remember Sid Crosby kind of throwing. It was like a Uchimata, just judo-wise, just throwing Ferrari against the boards. I think if you slowed that clip down, Crosby was targeted by Ferrari just before that. They were fighting for the same puck, and Ferrari got his knee under Sid's. Whether it was intentional or not, let's assume not. We're not that type of fan base, right? <laughs> but if you slow that clip down from back in that back in the day, whenever that game was, I think it was the 21-22 season. Crosby just throwing Ferrari into the boards, just like negating big guy number 42 for the Caps. Good player. Rasmus Sandin, Nick Jensen, Alexander Alexiev and Trevor Van Riemsdyk rounding out the decor for the Caps. But let's talk about the Pens' defensive pairings for a second. Pierre-Olivier Joseph with the sweet and salty performance the other night against the Stars, taking a hooking penalty. I know Hunter Hodes on Locked On Penguins talking about how he didn't think that it was necessarily a call worth making, especially when Wes McCauley, the elder skatesman, as I've heard you used to describe the most experienced ref on the officiating team. Wes McCauley making that call, but not calling an obvious tripping on that Evgeny Malkin drew shortly before that, a couple of calls that I thought Malkin drew. But really, the Dallas Stars were committing penalty after penalty, and it was just they were going uncalled, whistles in the pockets. And then, yeah, I mean, if you could listen... Here's what I would say in reply, you know, to Hunter's take on McCauley's call. And I, I agree with 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 you, Hunter. I, I thought if you're not going to call those others, well, then, yeah. But when the defenseman gets beat on the rush like that, they're going to make that call every time. You get the stick in there under the arm, whether it's intentional or otherwise. Some, obviously, the offensive player a lot of times... These guys at the at the pro level have the skill to both do their business with the puck and, you know, bring the theatrics, right? Oh, here, there's there's Joseph Stick going for the puck. I'll kind of tuck it up under my arm and then bop, there's the whistle, right? But the ref's going to call. When you get beat on the rush, the defenseman's going to get called for a penalty most times. But we got Joseph and Latang up top. I understand Jeff Petrie is close to coming back, not quite ready. The other guilty party late in the game may have ultimately cost the Penguins a chance to to be in that one or to force the overtime. Chad Ruedel on the second pairing on the right-hand side to, to Brian Dumoulin's left, Mark Friedman and Taylor Fidoon doing an admirable job. I thought I might have seen... Somebody breathing on Twitter the idea that Friedman might not have participated as much in the in the morning skit. Look, I think sometimes we look a little too deeply into the to the morning skate participations, but they are telling also, and it's it's really up in the air until game time. On a lot of occasions, right, that you, we don't really know who's going to end up skating onto the ice when. Seek and Destroy by Metallica is raging 
at PPG Paints Arena. Get on your feet and get loud. I, I don't know the exact verbiage. Ryan Mill, killing it here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for, for a long time now. Okay, going to sum this up a little bit. We got Casey DeSmith in net for the Pens. Darcy Kemper, Daily Faceoff has him as unconfirmed. I'm refreshing the screen here to see if we get a change on that, but uh, probably Darcy Kemper for the Caps. Alexander Ovechkin's in the building. Sidney Crosby's in the building. That's the big matchup tonight. You know, the centerman versus the left winger. And I'll tell you what, I think we're in for a show because both of these guys are firing on all cylinders. That goal from Ovechkin the other night where he just took it in all the way to the net, big drag to the left and backhand. I mean, he is just a beast. Absolute beast. All right. I understand also that tomorrow, here's a little fun thing for people who are local to Pittsburgh. They're opening a new location of the Milkshake Factory tomorrow. Look up the exact info on that, but I understand if you go to the opening tomorrow, Sunday, this is whether or not Jake Gensel scores in tonight's game, apparently, which I want to talk about that in a second. But regardless of the outcome of tonight's game, regardless of who scores, half off Jake Shakes at the new location tomorrow. So if you want a sweet treat tomorrow. Now, my, my thought on this is, and you, I think you know where I'm going, if Jake scores tonight at that location, surely Jake Shakes will be free. Because if they're already planning as a promotion, they really should have picked another promotion. Because if I show up to that milkshake factory tomorrow for the big opening event, and they were already going to have Jake Shakes half off, you better give me a free Jake Shake if Gensel scores tonight. I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, that it would be a little disingenuous not to honor the age-old promotion. But let's, let's, let's wrap this one up. You got the Pens coming in with 80 points, fighting with Florida for this second wild card spot. The Islanders did get beat last night, but it went to overtime, so they, they took a point. And as I open up my NHL app right here, that puts, puts us three points behind the Isles with one game in hand. 73 games played for the Isles, 72 for the Penguins. That'll change after tonight's game, of course. And the Isles, as I look at the schedule, are playing tonight. So we'll still have a game in hand tomorrow. If the Sabres can get past the Islanders tonight, and that game is being played at home in New York, so that's going to be a tough one for the Sabres. But if they can, they can do their business, the Sabres, and take. But they just beat the Devils last night. Okay, so they're they're feeling their oats. The Sabres can beat the Isles tonight, and if the Pens can take care of the Caps, that's going to be an interesting situation because then you'll have a game in hand on the Isles with 73 games played. The Isles will have had. 74 under their belt. You'll have 82 points and be one point behind the Isles with a game in hand. Right? That's how you want to think about these things. Not, oh, well, the guys are coming from behind us. Listen, the Florida Panthers play the Rangers today. In fact, that game starts in 33 minutes and change. There's a real good chance the Panthers are going to drop that game. And here we are in Pittsburgh playing against the team Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin are really going to be ready for. Chris Letang, these guys want to beat 
the Washington Capitals, coached by Peter Laviolette, one of the other uh, handful of American coaches to win the Stanley Cup. And there you go, folks. I'm excited for this one. I don't have a ticket for the game. It's not part of my package, so I'm going to be home, chilling with Ashley, my wife, watching the game, rooting for the Penguinos, Penguinis, Phil Bork likes to say. All right. Enjoy the game. Let's go Pence.